Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, we're really excited about these new songs. Yeah, it sounds like you're ready for summer with these ones, buddy. Yeah, no, we figured, like, normally we put out, like, one single, but we were like, okay, let's let's just do two at once. And, you know, this day, this day and age, because of the social media platforms and stuff, we can't do that. So, like, let's just do two summer songs at once and see what happens. So, we're excited about you guys, like, listening to them. Yeah, well, I've been listening to uh, Good Goodbye all day long now, and and it was they were really right in that press release where they said it kind of had the Mexico feel. Can you just give us the story in your own words uh, behind the song? Um, a lot of times, like when I get out of a hotel, I get out, they kick you out like noon or whatever, or sometimes one o'clock or eleven a.m. A lot of times, I'll have time to kill, like sometimes seven hours or more before my flight leaves that night. And so, this song's kind of um, about two things, like a bummer that vacation ends. But then also the whole, um, like, having to wait until your flight. And so we're like, let's make a party out of it. Let's get a mariachi band, you know, um, involved. And that was like, the most fun with this song is we have horns involved. And, and uh, it was just a blast to make. I love the direction you went with it because, for me, I hate having to check out of hotels at 11 a.m. Like, I barely even woke up yet, and I'm already out the door. So I would have gone right. in the direction of just, like, anger and frustration. You made this thing fun. Yeah. Yeah, just go to the bar and with your buddies. And, but yeah, you're right. Like none of us, especially on vacation, what 11 a.m. Like that's when we're that's when we're trying to wake up. Absolutely the worst. Hey, so I love the horns though because you've never been afraid to try new things. And I was trying to think. I was like, man, I don't know if I can remember Dean using horns before. Have you? Have you actually ever used them before like this? We've never used them, man. No, I've heard them in other songs. I think Chesney has like a, a song, like a Mexico song. I know Toby Keith had one years ago that had something, had some kind of thing in it. But yeah, never for us. And so having the guys, the mariachi guys, come in and do that was was a lot of fun. Like I even said, it was so it was so cool. I was like, man, this is awesome. And, and hopefully, hopefully, you guys dig it. We really do, and I love where you're going because you're 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 stretching the limits again. Like, is it is it just fun and games to you at this point? Like, let's see what we can put on this song, or is it kind of this this niche that you're grabbing where you're just trying new things and expanding the genre a little bit? Um, I don't know. I, I never think about like trying to do edgy stuff. I think I end up doing it because I can't sit still as a songwriter. And uh, I've been to Mexico a couple times, and one of the things that I think is just something that resonates with me is the mariachi the sound of the the horns especially and so we're just like okay this is a song about mexico let's put some horns in it and and away we went it sounds great man so tell me about the other one dosa country uh you've added this one on it's a, just a bonus for fans and it's really summery too like i i just i'm i'm really digging what you're putting out right now cool man thank you yeah we just we just thought let's do a song like super country especially in the summertime like i think we're all about fed up with being indoors and especially at work, in our work environment if you live in a city or in a town it's just time to get out in the country and that's what this song celebrates that we got a little cuss word in there but we we censored it for radio basically it's like a, a bleep load dose of country and, uh, yeah, fun with that too Absolutely awesome. So you know what? I'm just picturing these songs. They're going to go really well in your live set this summer. And I was looking on your website, and you're only doing just a handful of festivals this summer. Yeah, we're keeping it light this summer. Um, we have something to announce later this summer. It's going to happen in the fall. Uh, something a little unorthodox for, for me and my team, but uh, excited to 
to get into those details a little bit later. But yeah, it's a light summer, but it's going to be in the fall. We've got some stuff coming. Awesome. So uh, what's what's the plan this summer for you time then? Are you doing any vacationing? Are you working on some more writing? Is there is there any thought to that yet? Uh, I think vacation. Like uh, We're going to come up, come up to Canada and spend the summer there. And they said it there. Like I live in Nashville now, but um, it just makes sense to come home for the summer and, and just make that uh, our home base. And then and actually I'm almost gone every weekend to some kind of festival or multiple festivals. So even though it is a light summer, we're we're keeping busy and, and the video shoots and stuff like that too. Like it, it'll be busy, light but busy. Yeah, I, I feel that a lot of people get stuck doing that in the summer. Uh, tell me about the live show then, because we've got you at Trackside, and you're also uh, recently announced with the Budweiser stage. And what I mean by recently announced is your special guests. You got Alan Doyle and Michael Ray this time, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we're excited, and of course everyone loves Alan, and so uh, we we made a call to Alan and said, hey man the show and he's like yeah of course and and so excited for him to do a full show i think he just did like one song one or two songs last last summer and so yeah he'll be a, he's a party animal he knows he's like the uh the dj of a good time so we're having uh alan there and then yeah of course michael ray on the bud stage so should be a lot of fun and trackside i'm there like in a couple weeks with you guys so uh, i can't wait for that so first that's our kickoff to the summer at that show it's wild how fast it comes up. Like, I keep saying to, to listeners and fans, like, yeah, Canada Day weekend, which seems so far away, but it's actually only like 36 days or something like that from now. It's so close, yeah. It just kind of sneaks up on you. And then, of course, summer sneaks up, but all of a sudden it's gone. So, um, especially, like, in Canada as Canadians, we, we really, I feel like we really know how to have a good summer just because our winters are so long. So, but, yeah, man, it's only like, yeah, say, 30 31 days, that's crazy. We get to see you soon. Man, you're right about the long winters, though. What did we just go through, like seven months of winter, and all of a sudden we've got we've got three months to do it right, and that's why I love that you're back with music right at the beginning of summer. Like, boom, get me in that mind state. Yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for you guys to hear the tunes and to know what, what, what you think. Well, we're going to get our listeners to let you know. Hey, well, I got you. Can I ask you about a couple other things here? Sure, man. Talk to me about your uh, new fan club there, man, the Dirt Road Scholars. I just saw that online the other day. Yeah, I mean, uh, my record label for a long time was like, we need to get a fan club. So they basically set it up where, um, yeah, if you're part of the fan club, you get, like, uh, opportunities that happen, like, as far as, like, tickets go on sale and stuff like that. Just little little benefits for being part of that club. And I thought it would be a cool, kind of a cool name for it, the Dirt Road Scholars. Um, that was, I think, my second single. So our second or third single way back. That's like nine years ago now. It's crazy, but um, it's still a popular song when we sing it. So we thought, hey, let's name the, the fan club after that. Absolutely love it. Hey, how was Australia? It was amazing, yeah. I mean, it's always we spend not enough time there. Like, we probably spent about a week there. It's great to spend like a month, but, um, it, man, they have just amazing country fans over there. You wouldn't think it, but like, there's a pocket of people that just absolutely are crazy about country music and so uh, this is my this is my third time and we had a blast at this movie where you have to drink out of your boot <laughs> apparently i was one of the only artists that was wearing boots because there's sneakers now like sneakers are really big like a lot of the artists are wearing like uh running shoes and so i was one of the few that had a boot so when i took my boot off and put someone's uh alcohol in it and took a drink they went crazy it was good. I didn't get sick either, which was great. That was a bonus, too. Yeah, that's a super bonus. I think, what do they call it? A shoey? A shoey, yeah. 
Yeah, I heard Luke Bryan did it recently too, and and the fans went nuts for him, man. So you're like officially like a like a native Australian now for going through that. It's like up in uh, yeah. Nova Scotia and Newfoundland when you kiss the fish and you get screeched in. You know what I mean? Yeah, Newfoundland, man. I got I got uh, I got screeched in. I loved it. Yeah, you're right. The shoes kind of their deal in Australia for that. Yeah, you're the real deal down there. And then I saw you won the Jeff Walker Global Country Artist Award, which is pretty awesome, man. That you're going global. Yeah. That was so cool, like the CMA. The guy, they were uh, surprised me backstage there in Australia. Uh, the CMA was there, and they're like, hey, you know, come over here. And I had like, I was, I was so sloppy looking because it's so hot there, and I'm wearing like, you know, a t-shirt and sloppy like shorts, and and then they ended up uh, surprising me with the CMA for international artists, and I was like blown away. And then they they took a picture, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I saw it in the trade magazine like the next week. I'm like, oh man. Is it the one that I'm looking at right now on Twitter uh, that you retweeted from the CCMA? It's like the four, four two people on either side of you, and you're kind of holding it, or is it the one that you're kind of by like a like a forest or something like that, or like by a hedge? Oh yeah, the hedge is when I was back in Nashville. Okay. And, uh, the other one is when we were in Australia. I think I'm wearing like a blue shirt and shorts. Yeah, the Hurley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it looks like you're having a good time, but you weren't ready for a photo shoot. <laughs> I wasn't. No, no. <laughs> but it was great. A CMA. That's like a dream come true. Okay, so you've got that trophy now with the CCMAs coming up. You're the reigning fan choice winner. You got a chance at winning it again. Uh, I don't know if we ever actually finished our conversation uh, about your where you keep your awards. Are you still keeping them in the box on the bottom of the shelf? Um, some of them are in a box, and uh, but some of them are on a shelf. Yeah, I got them on a shelf, but they were in an apple box for years. Yeah, that's what you used I, to tell I me. I don't want to have a shrine, you know. I don't. I don't want people to come over and see like all these awards. And it's embarrassing to me, like to have a shrine about myself somewhere in the house. But right now, <laughs> we've got the awards kind of tucked behind some other, um, like stuff. <laughs> They're there, but you have to look for them. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, thank you so much for your time, man. And I guess we get to see you in 30-some-odd days for Trackside. Then we'll see you at the Budweiser stage. Then we'll see you at the CCMA. Summer's here, buddy. Yeah, man. I can't wait to get out there and kick off our summer with you guys. So I'll see you in, I guess, five short weeks.